There's 2,500 jobs at stake, and it's the future of the automotive sector in our country. So will this government ensure that those jobs don't end up going to the U.S., and instead we keep those jobs here in Canada and do everything possible to make this deal go forward? While the Conservatives want this deal to not go forward, we want it to go forward. Mr. Speaker, the answer absolutely is yes. We will ensure the deal goes forward. We will ensure the jobs will stay in Canada. A bit of back and forth between the finance minister and leader of the NDP. Uh, no question the clock is ticking to get this Stellantis deal signed. The Premier did his part upping the provincial side of this deal, adding more tax credits and uh, money to the company. But the Trudeau government still hasn't uh, signed the deal. And both sides seem to be, or at least last time I looked at the headlines, be at an impasse. Or, or, maybe, or maybe it's just that they had to deal with the optics because, as you learned from my next guest, they just signed a deal for a combined $300 million in tax money for an EV battery materials plant in Quebec. So was this about, like, taking heat because um, all of a sudden Ontario is getting all this money and they thought, well, we got to stop this thing and give some money out to other provinces? Or, you know, is this a done deal? Because we learned that uh, Stellantis apparently remains at the table, but you've got a mayor in Drew Wilkins pleading with the Trudeau government to get this deal done. And the question is, will it get done? Greg Layson, digital and mobile editor over at Automotive News Canada, joins us now. And uh, I, I watch your um, updates, Greg, because uh, I know that you follow this very, very closely. So I, I appreciate, you, uh, appreciate you joining us. Thanks. No problem. Anytime. All right. So I don't know, maybe this um, delay, it was because of this taxpayer deal for Quebec, but uh, where does the deal, to your knowledge, stand now? And is it at risk of, of completely derailing? I think it's always at risk of completely derailing, although I think that risk is small at this point. The longer it goes on, I think the better it is for Canada and Windsor and Ontario that the plant actually stays here because Stellantis doesn't have a, a concrete, solid alternative elsewhere right now although they're threatening such where it stands right now it's uh, I, I called it this morning in our editorial call a bit of a tennis match um are we going to update our story every time the paper is passed back and forth across the table probably not but we're hearing now that Stellantis might take a little less money and the ball is once again in the federal government's court and I think now the game picks up speed now that this battery materials plant in Quebec is off the table Right. So ultimately, though, um, because it's always about money, maybe it's a little less money, maybe they want more tax credits. They're not negotiating. So we don't we don't get any of the details in whatever the back and forth is. Um, but what do you feel that that they'll come back for? Well, Stellantis has been looking. It's it's you know, it's not easy to put in layman's term, but essentially the more batteries you make or the more powerful those batteries are, the more money you get. And if you take those batteries and put them in what's called a cell, basically, if you put beer bottles in a case, picture right. those uh, modules as cases, you yep. get more money for that as well. Ten dollars per case, if you will. It sounds like Stellantis is willing to accept five dollars at this point. So a little less. And I think I called this the Goldilocks scenario yesterday <laughs> when I was talking with someone in that. Stellantis can come forward and say, we want a little less money. The federal government says, you know what, we'll give you more money than we originally said. And both get to stand up and say, see, we didn't take as much tax money as we initially wanted to. And the feds say, we are not paying out as much as we originally thought we would have to. Oh, and by the way, we saved 2,500 jobs and essentially two assembly plants and you get a new battery factory as well. I think that is the perfect mm. scenario. I think that's what we see at some point this week. 
Yeah, look, there's there's no question. There's a lot of politics at play. We could be going to a federal election at any time. And the last thing the federal uh, Trudeau government wants is to, to lose this deal. But they certainly would love to be the, the savior of the deal, which uh, they, they, they can paint themselves as because they, they managed to get Premier Ford to come up with a bit more money, even though he thought the deal was done. And now maybe they come in and try to look like the, the heroes. Is there another company lined up that could step in? Should this go, Greg? No, not in this case. These batteries are meant for um, Stellantis products, essentially. They could be used elsewhere, but right now they're for Stellantis products. One new new ones to be built in Windsor at the Windsor Assembly Plant and here for your listeners at the Brampton yeah. Assembly Plant. And this is where the, the Liberals are playing with fire, I think. If you look at Brampton, it is surrounded by eight or nine Liberal ridings. And down mm-hmm. here where the battery plant is actually located, it's in a liberal riding. So you have to ask yourself, are the liberals really willing to kill a battery plant or portions of it in a liberal riding? And then those batteries not end up in product in Stellantis in Brampton. And Stellantis is forced to, to make fewer vehicles in Brampton or none at all. It's a really delicate situation when it comes to the votes and the ridings. They are liberal ridings. They're liberal strongholds. And do you really want to upset that apple cart? At both ends of the province, up in the GTA where the Liberals are so strong and down here where it's hard to win a riding if you're a Liberal and they have one right now. So it is really political, not only financial. No question about it. Meanwhile, I mean, I, this is all playing out in public. I have to think that the U.S. and others who want this deal would be trying to lure uh, Stellantis away. Maybe not Stellantis away from this particular project, but maybe the next automaker who has a project in the hopper. If you are another company, another automaker or another battery producer looking at this from afar, you're trying to see if you can maximize the incentives on either side of the border. At what point does it end? You know, we're matching $45 in tax credits in Canadian money. Does the next automaker come and say, well, you know, you matched in Canadian dollars. We'd really like to match in U.S. dollars. So another 30 cents on that dollar that's the potential that we're looking at is these are private businesses looking to get the biggest return on their investments for their shareholders and their shareholders are going to want them to get as much tax money as possible to make these investments. That's really what is next is how high or low, depending on how you look at this, is the bar set. Right, right. And and, and I don't know where we're at because you'll be able to flesh this out. Uh, How many of these do we want? We're never going to have the power to have a whole bunch of these. But how many deals do you know are in the works that we want uh, for a, for a good share of this. And, and I, I assume now that this deal has all played out in the public, it's going to get a lot harder to ink those deals. But do you know how many more deals we would be looking to ink and what would make sense for the pro, for the province? Well, I can tell you that Minister Vic Fidelli for the Ontario government, the, he has told me that they were chasing six battery plants at once and wanted to land as many as possible. I'm told there are still two more companies looking at Ontario and perhaps Quebec. I Mm. think you could maybe see one more. You know, we have multiple automakers building vehicles. We have more automakers building vehicles in our jurisdiction than anywhere else in North America. (laughs) If you look at Ontario. So you have Toyota, Honda, Ford, Stellantis and General Motors. So there is potential that one of those might want a battery factory here. You know, I said after the $13 billion investment in Volkswagen, I don't know how much money is left in the federal coffers to oh, entice care. Uber another <laughs> battery funny. plant at that cost, right? That is just a huge hmm. number. The biggest number I've ever seen while covering this industry. So do we have enough left for another one? 
I think there's a lot of people that would say no, but I do know that automakers like these factories near where they build electrified vehicles. So there's a potential for at least yeah. one. more. All right. And what are locals saying? Uh, do they feel like uh, it's just a matter of time or is there a real sense of um, concern about this? Tough to cut through the spin on that one. Um, we saw Mayor Drew Dilkins yesterday hold a news conference with about 40. I counted them. There were 39 people behind them. They ranged from union executives to Invest Windsor-Essex, the Economic Development Corporation and its counselors. Uh, mm. I think both sides are really putting on the spin. They're, they're laying it on thick. Um, there's a sense of fear that I think some are trying to project in order to get both sides to come to the table and sign off on this deal and save all 2,500 jobs, which I'm told is a conservative number, by the way, could be as many as 3,000 plus an R&D facility. So both sides are using the media and the headlines and, you know, halts, halts mm -hmm. construction and get the job done and, and jobs in jeopardy. All of those things are being used in the media and on social media to really drive both sides to the finish line and get a deal done. Yeah. Well, stay tuned. There's a lot of peacocking going on. We'll see how much it costs the taxpayers. Very much appreciate it. Thanks so much, Greg. Anytime. There you go. That is Greg Lason. If you uh, want to follow this, he's one that uh, follows it very, very closely. He's a digital and mobile editor of Automato News Canada, and he seems to get kind of the inside scoop all the time. So we're going to hear the details of this any day now, and uh, we'll see what direction it goes in.